Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, Season 3, Episode 3, brought to you by the Minnesota Section PGA and the Section's charitable arm, PGA Reach. I'm Greg Snow, uh, once again your co-host, and I am finally back with uh, my buddy Scott McDonald, formerly of the Minnewaska Golf Club. We have a lot to talk about today, Scotty, a lot to update, because now he is the head professional at Summerby down in Byron. Scotty, how's that going for you? Real quick update. Give us the two-minute version of how that's all uh, the transition has been before uh, we get into all the other stuff, uh, yeah. the apologies, the song. <laughs> no, know what? Pause on that. Give us your song. You have one, I know. You sang one the other day, so nail us your song here, baby. What was that song I don't know, but I maybe I pull up you. the voicemail, and I could just play that. What do you think? You could play the voicemail. Okay, while I'm you're thinking of think it, I'll just try to I'll try to find the voicemail. Um, I sing so many songs in a day. I just realized that uh, maybe um, everybody that works with me or lives with me gets sick of all these songs I no. make up and no, sing. No, they don't. Here we go. Chime in. So I didn't so so I didn't answer that phone call from Scott because I was playing up and down the river with my family, which is a game that you're familiar yes, with. Yes. It's a game that we've uh, we have fallen in love with as a family, I guess. Uh, my parents used to play it all the time and my kids are now getting into it and we're spending a lot of quality time. We're having dinners together. Scott, this dinners. So, so this is bringing you no. got the snow family together. I, I don't think we were ever apart. <laughs> but again, I, again, I'm viewing it differently than other people. I believe that uh, we're having more family dinners. We're playing more card games. Is there a good or a bad to it? Well, I don't know, but I'm not handling COVID-19 very well, by the way. I know you're not. I'm a hugger and a toucher and a feeler and a, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm telling you right now, I... I'm not doing too good. So I'm hoping this Friday the governor makes a good decision when the two-week stay-at-home is in place and lets people go, gets things going, lets me get back to work where I can get a little sense of normalcy back to my life. Has it really affected you that much? 100%. Though, 100%. Have you, you've got to play golf, though. That doesn't matter. I don't get to do all the things I want to do. Hug, touch, talk. <laughs> you know, all those things, Scotty. I don't get to hang with my people. Matter of fact, it's turned some of my friends super antisocial. Oh yeah, you know, and so that's the that's the other bad part about this is that I'm walking on other people's eggshells. Yeah, you know, trying to go well, you know, the golf that I have played, it's almost like, can I invite them? Should I not? And then you get some people go, hey, where was my invite? Well, I don't know where you stand on COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a clue. Yeah. So the, yes, Scott, it has <laughs> the answer. You, How about I, you? Well, I mean. Back to your previous question. It's been a whirlwind. This, okay, this yeah, let's whole, go with this, that. This whole winter. Uh, Timeline us now. Let's let's go back. When did when were you hired at the Summer Bee Golf Club? I think it was just before the golf show. Yeah, because that's so, why you didn't podcast with us. Yeah, so I um, went through the process end of January. Uh, obviously, every decision I make is Julie and I make it together. So, forty percent you, sixty percent Julie. More or less, it it really helps that the, the one of the best hospitals in the world is right there for Julie to work at. So, um, yeah, it's it's just a great fit. It's I, I've always loved the golf course. The facility's phenomenal. Uh, it's really close to my hometown of Faribault. You know, I'm staying with my parents currently. And um, just last week, we sold our house in Alexandria, and we're moving into our new house this Friday. So it's it's an interesting time in the world to not have a place you call home, and you're, you're kind of living out of a suitcase. Um, so it was going to be difficult, that transition anyways, but now more so, more than ever, it's been difficult. So we're looking forward to moving in and just getting some place that's our own and some normalcy back. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it was bittersweet. I love Minnewaska Golf Club. You know how much I love that place. And talking to my president and, and 
Um, my superintendent and the board, it was tough. We had a nice going away party. Got a little emotional there. Um, you don't get you don't get emotional. No, it's I don't. But uh, they, you did there. Yeah, they 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 offered me or they gave my family a lifetime membership, and that, that kind of just blew my mind. And um, yeah, so I uh, I got a little choked up and then talked way too long and they had to take the mic away from me. Which, Did they? Oh, yeah. So when you were talking, you didn't have any tr- uh, struggle spots where you're like, I can't go on? No. Really? At, 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 you know, it's... Um, I just kept uh, all the. There's so many. Just seeing something that you've you saw had a vision, and you put it together with a board and a staff, and seeing where Minnewaska, where it was when I started to where I left it. I'm just so proud of what we've done, and you know we've really uh, put it more so on the map and gotten it out there with big events, the proams and everything. So. Um, and it's, I'm super thrilled with who they hired. You know, one of my former assistants, uh, Casey Vangsness, and he, he worked for me for a year there and him and I talk almost every day. So, uh, it's in good hands uh, and it's got a great board and it's a great product. So uh, all of those things, uh, I'm, I'm excited for, for the, what's the next step for them. So what's happening with your children? Where are they homeschooling out of? Out of the Alexandria yeah. system or it, out of the Byron system? It's so bizarre. Like we're getting ready. We, we timed our moving dates and, and closing dates based on Byron's school district having spring break. And the girls would start right after spring break and meet all their classmates and know people before summer. Well, that's, you know, everything changed so fast. I mean, I listened to the episode with you guys at the golf show and it's night and day. It's like we, you know, we were supposed to be in uh, down in Austin a couple of weeks ago. And it's like, please don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> I So just like the girls were kind of in a spot. So they are. Uh, distance learning at Byron uh, right now with a teacher they've never met in person, which is just bizarre to think of. So I can't even get my arms around that idea because we can put a face to Kylie's teacher. My two older daughters, it's all so, you know, it's so easy for them. And they're two hours a day basically in their rooms and then they're doing a little homework here and there. But, you know, they're all the teachers have been instructed to walk, not run, you know, so be careful of how much you give kids and if you overwhelm them and the whole bit. So some of like Kylie, our fourth graders is being outside, you know, you got to got to go take a walk yes. you know, or shoot some baskets or whatever. So yeah, I can only imagine for you guys not seeing of does, what does this lady even look like? You yes. know, what am I even, so has there been any web, you know, webs, you know, where they can actually see her or is that not there yet? It's so crazy how like all of a sudden now you, these zoom conferences and FaceTime and videos, it's just like all that stuff's just blown up. So the girls have gotten to through the computer, you know, uh, Zoom. They've had Zoom interactions with their teachers, some of their classmates watching kids doing a Zoom conference is quite comical. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's so, but they've gotten to see the face, and, and their teachers are literally sending them three videos a day like, Good morning. Here's your question of the day. Uh, number two, you know, here's what uh, I want you to work on for reading, and here's your math. So they're getting videos, and they're sending videos too. So um, it's, but it's definitely just crazy to think of where we're at. So are you Netflixing a lot, or what, what's occupying your time? Because your family isn't with you all the time so, right now, right? Yeah, it, I was doing, um, you know, I was. Up until the shutdown, I was doing getting ready for yep. nationals and getting in shape and and hitting balls in our simulator at Summerbee as much as I could, and now all that's kind of been put on pause. So um, now it's I mean I'm spending a lot of time with my parents who I haven't gotten to spend a ton of time with, so that's been cool. I mean 
Um, Ma has made the meatloaf a few times. Yeah, so that's Ma a, the meatloaf. Ma the meatloaf. Yeah, I love so, that. So we've had that a few Do you times. want some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, uh, so I've, I, I will say this, that I'm probably putting on a little weight with all the good home cooking I didn't notice home. that. <laughs> I didn't notice that today. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, an unbelievable time to take a new job and move a family of six. So we're excited for this Friday when we can move into our house. Yeah, I mean that that's a thing. There's golf jobs opening and I'm sure, you know, I got I've been getting some updates lately too and you're right every time I look at them I'm like how could you do that even? Yes. And not that I'm looking cuz I'm not. Um but it's almost that's what got in my mind of how could you even think about taking a new job at this point or even consider is that even an option and can you even rent a U-Haul? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Is that essential? Is it not? Whatever, whatever. These were all questions we faced. All of our stuff is sitting in the back of a semi right now. So you can use a moving service. They're essential services. Um, And to be honest, you know, we're moving across the state to a a place that I know Rochester well and the Byron area uh, because I grew up down there. But I just dropped off our membership director from he's outside of Buffalo, New York. He flew out this morning. I dropped him off at the airport. Literally, there was not one car at the airport. Right. It's so bizarre. I took a picture. It's just crazy. But he's moving from Buffalo, New York. He's never even been to Minnesota until two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So think about that. And he's got uh, a four-month-old and a three-year-old at home and his wife. And it's just like, so I look at my situation. At least I have some grasp of the area and everything. And right. he's, he's just like on an island. So he's heading back to spend some time with his family, which is crucial. Oh, so, so how long had he been out here? Uh, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. Can't even imagine. So he moves driving through, I think almost every state he drove through was on a state shutdown. So traffic wasn't bad. Right. No, I, yeah, I, I, again, that's the one blessing all this. You see all those emission tests? Yeah. You know, that all these major cities, there's no emissions yeah. or anything. Yeah. So yep. I guess if the Green New Deal was going to happen, here it is. Yes. You know, yes. so we're, we're helping out in that regard. Okay, apologies. Uh, you didn't have any. Uh, you better not have any. No, I, I have. You listen. You, 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 you go with yours, and I've got some for either you or Jack. Oh, you're apologizing for us or some suggestions? Some that we, suggestions. Okay, I'll do the first one to our sponsor, Denny Peralt, uh, Golfscapes, uh, or Green Image Golfscapes. I always get it wrong. Sorry, Dennis. Uh, but I said that he could only maybe handle three or four projects, so people better get in. Uh, I think he's within a week of being done with his first one. Really? That one that you talked about <laughs> yeah. on the last episode? Yeah. That's only like so, six weeks ago. Uh, yeah, but he, you know, he's been at it. Well, he was... Uh, he started the week where we were supposed to be at the NCO, and I would guess so. So he could probably do one every four weeks. It's okay. looking, as, in my guess, and this is a bigger one. So maybe there's about seven or eight in him a summer. You know, and every time I say that to him uh, about he can only do three or four, he gets so mad. It's it's beautiful because well, you know Denny Matt oh, is awesome. Well, and the type of guy that Denny is, as you said, well he can only do three or four. He's right. thinking I can do five or six, and then you're like, maybe I can do seven or eight. Yeah. Now he's now he's amped it. Now he's like. I can do 10. Yes. I'm just going to prove Greg wrong, yes. right? I mean, yep. the guy's an idiot is what he's thinking. <laughs> Greg doesn't know what he's talking about. So, But I kept telling him, I go, Denny, we want quality work, not a lot of work. Yeah. I said, just we want quality. And he's like, how about both? You know, that kind yes, of answer, yes, yes. kind of like, Greg, if you're not listening. So I apologize to Dennis, our sponsor of these podcasts, or one of our sponsors. Uh, I did not mean to insult him by saying that he could only do three or four of these projects. Uh, so any assistants out there, any head pros, anybody else listening, again, remember, he has a he has a program in place that if you refer somebody to him, um, you're gonna uh, you're gonna reap some of the benefits of that because he just needs the contacts right now. Then he sells them totally. All right, what do you got? Go ahead. Uh, Go so ahead. I'm listening. My uh, I, this isn't really an apology, but it's kind of a great quote from Jack. Looking at the times back then, he said uh, when you asked if he was driving or flying to Austin, he yeah. said. I'm an adult. I'm going to fly. Yeah. And I think he was the first one to back out of the flight (laughs) down there. I'm an adult. I'm going to fly. I know. That was good. I listened to that this morning. Yeah. Uh, The other one was, uh, who's the Frank guy for CBS Sports? Kapeka? Churchinian, I think it is. Uh, Do you think Frank is still alive? 
Oh, uh, did he die like two years ago? 2011. Oh. So, yeah, that wouldn't apply then. <laughs> yeah. Who would be the guy now? I don't know who it is. Ooh, that's a good yeah, look But Frank was... What is was, it, CBS Sports? Yeah, so Frank you was the talking. guy. Because in Tin Cup, he played himself. I know, you're right. So, um... Uh. What would that be called? The uh, golf producer? Yeah, the golf uh, CBS golf producer. Um, okay. And then one clarification. I never said that Patrick Reed accidentally moved the that sand. That was just, you're right. I apologize to you for that. Because you were just saying that that was a, a, a scenario. Yeah, a, 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 take, a different yeah. take, not from myself. And um, jumping out of the apologies... I think we need to mention that, you know, we had that segment, our last episode, you and Jack, and you talk about Patrick Reed. Who wins down in Mexico? Your boy, Patrick, Patrick Reed. Reed. I mean, he played during that event yeah. that we were talking about. Yeah, so it's Jeez. just so um, it's just unbelievable. And then my apologies to all golf fans out there for you saying, actually saying zero under. Yeah, wasn't that terrible? Zero. zero under, and then I even said it would say a zero when it's an E. Oh, I just totally gaffed that but, one. But uh, you, you, know, oh. you know, there's a lot going on at the golf show. Uh, it sounded like the, the numbers were off the charts good, just because the weather was so good. Yep. And um, you know, it's 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 looking back, it's so disappointing. You know, we had all this positive momentum with golf season. Uh, we actually have a spring where it seems like I don't know if you heard of any golf courses coming through the winter poorly this year. Well, I know for us, I wouldn't say poorly, but there's a lot of snow mold in yeah. the fairways, so mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be pretty prevalent around. But I'm already seeing signs of it recovering in my, you know, I'm probably played 18, 19 rounds out there already, <laughs> nine hole rounds. Yeah. So uh, I've already seen some signs of it's it's coming through. Yeah. And I think the greens actually need a mow. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. and so that's the whole thing. Are, are, is your maintenance staff working down there they at Summerby? Are, or? They are not No, working. I, I yeah. totally get this. Again, you're going to do what you got to do. Yeah. So, again, we're not working as well. Yeah. But at some point, you're just going to do what you got to do. Well. So the governor is going to figure that out. More than likely in the next week, I'm going to hop on a fairway more, sure. which I've never done in my life. You I'm need actually, to. I'm looking forward to it. You need to do this. I mowed a lot with my dad growing up. Yep. We, we took care of a, a cemetery of all places, and I'd hop on a riding mower, and I love it. So it's it's going to be... It's going to be a new challenge for me, but uh, we got to do what we got to do right now. Yeah, Golf be- courses, the grass is going to start growing. Yeah, so we don't have our fact checker with us at this moment. So uh, I did some research here, Scotty, and I figured it all. Lance Barrow took over for Frank mm-hmm. back after the death. And then now, just recently, a guy by the name of Sellers Shy. Sellers Shy. S-E-L-L-E-R-S. And then last name Shy, S-H-Y, is taking over. So maybe that's part of the reason why we're having all this shakeup. Yeah. Maybe they want him to be more controversial. So now they're going to tell Sellers, hey, don't handcuff your guys. Yeah. Although I'm guessing maybe Sellers was the guy that canned, you know, like McCord. Yeah. You well, know, or sent him packing. Who knows? How much How much are those broadcast teams like? There's been shakeups the last couple of years. I, I don't just, get it personally. Yeah. Um, we, I, I would love to talk about this because I absolutely don't get what they're doing. And they're going to these dry fact people mm-hmm. you know i i mean i, I don't want to name names and because I, I just don't i guess we could i haven't done enough research on it maybe if we have to do another covid19 podcast maybe we can talk about that but i just don't like the dry facts yeah i'm watching the facts yeah. i want the other stuff now maybe i'm different but i want to hear the gary mccords and the peter costas and those guys that just talk out of their rear ends every now and then. So do you, know? you like Brandel Shambly? I I like what he stands for. In other words, I like that he's out there. Yeah. I like that he just puts himself out there. And again, I know he made some comments about the coaching, and he said this back when Bubba Watson won uh, the Masters, you know, that coaching maybe is overrated or or, or teaching. Yeah. And again, I don't think it is. Uh, yeah. We don't think it is. But we do think teach their own. Yeah. You and I both agree with that. Yeah. That just because it's right for somebody else doesn't mean it's right for that guy. Exactly. And so that's the theory that I think Chambly was getting at, but it wasn't... <laughs> 
it obviously was a shot at PGA professionals without it being a shot. Yeah. You know, and so I like the fact, I'm okay with Chambly. I'm not mad about it because uh, if I was, I'd be a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, I, again, people are allowed to say what they want to say and get it off their shoulders, but I liked what he said about Bubba Watson. You know, that is a self-taught man who's figured out a way to do it himself, but it's also probably why he's super inconsistent, mm-hmm. you know, because he's all feel, all touch, and the whole, you know, when it's going, it's going, and when it's not, he's nowhere to be found. Like, get him off the golf course so i i like that guy i like um uh Faraday. love Faraday, but he gone you know yeah. where did he move to nbc yeah or something that yep. they took him so it's great that we still have him but um again cbs just seemed like a better fit for some of those guys for whatever reason but anyways i'm rambling sorry no, scott go ahead no no i i think it's good to have you know shambly's not a play-by-play guy he's an analyst and an analyst is going to throw out ideas and opinions out there that people are going to disagree with right and uh almost any analyst over time invariably is going to put their foot in their mouth at one point or another and <laughs> that's so why we have apologies every time exactly i mean we just don't know where this is going but yeah, it's I, I there's definitely um, I mean he apologized and it's I think he's gonna learn from it and then um, all of us make mistakes. It's not like he said uh, the PGA professional is there's no reason to have him. You know, right? It's, it's he did not, not like say he that. He didn't say that. Uh, people, can, you can almost spin things you know any way you want yeah. in an argument now this day and age. See if I'm a Jeff Sorensen and that's all I do is teach. I would be very upset about that comment. Yeah. Right? I mean, that is direct shot at the livelihood of many of our PGA guys. Mm-hmm. Many of them. And that's just one example yep. of somebody that teaches and teaches a lot. And again, I can't imagine what's going through his mind right now of, uh-oh, when am I going to be able to teach again? Yeah. You know, when is that going to be allowed? And how am I going to make this happen? And I saw somebody post about doing some virtual stuff or doing stuff. So good for him and being creative. But again, that's not my livelihood mm-hmm. in the PGA profession. It's not yours. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just not something that we've embraced as this is how I'm going to make my money, Yeah. you know, to pay our family bills. But there's a lot of them to have. So I get that those people have a right to be, you know, upset. But this is not a fireable offense. No. This no. isn't a, hey, Brandle, you're done now. Yeah, yeah. Because your other option is David Duvall. Yeah. And literally, I'll shut the Golf Channel off if that's my other option. Yeah. I'm done. Duvall's pretty... He, he's just very... You know, monotone, yeah. and 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 he he provides great insight, but it's not like it's over the top. It's very you know, yeah. Randall gets an animated, and that's what I love so much about Faraday too is he gets super animated, and because golf, let's be honest, it can be boring at yes, times, and you've got to spice it up and 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 throw some some weird sayings in there, things you know, and that's what Faraday and McCord are great with, you know. It's I'll never uh, forget a day, Scotty, that we played a game and somebody we were playing with took the you know we had a maximum number Mm -hmm. uh like you could only make a seven or something because we wanted to keep the game moving and he got to that number and you called him maxwell house the rest of the round again that's funny yes that's good stuff now again how he took it well we don't really know you know whether he was mad or whatever he took it okay but you were called him maxwell house well what'd you get on that home maxwell house yeah So that's the stuff that it's like, I don't need the, oh, he took the maximum number. He no. took a seven. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's yeah. have, we, we preach that here, you know, that. So speaking of, it's a good segue into our next segment here, Scotty, which is we're going to have some fun with the tournament schedule. Now, very impromptu. I didn't write anything down for this. Did I didn't you? either. Did you I, make I mental notes? I, I always have mental notes. Okay, so. I never know what you're going to throw at me. I like so. that. And I, I don't like to give you a lot of leadway, which is probably bad uh, bad podcasting. You know, we probably should have a little bit more, you know. But I like We the, might have more Brandle moments that's, because of it. <laughs> that's what we're going to have better stuff. So COVID-19 version here of uh, our tournament schedule. We're going to go one by one, okay. right down the tournament list. Uh, I want to talk about things like what's our favorite holes? What are the things we like about that tournament? Because we've played in most of these. you played in a lot more than I, so I'm going to rely on some of those for you. And also things that I'm going to now call what you would do differently. 
or things that you'd like to see happen rather than rather than they need to do that you know cuz they don't need to, yeah they don't need to do anything yes. these events are what they are but things that you would like to see differently for one example and I've been very um upfront about this uh, in the past is that at Purim we seem to play the same pin rotation every year the pins are in the I mean within a foot exactly at the same spot as the last year and the last year and the last year I would love to see a different Purim Yes. One of my favorite holes is number, which we'll get to, is number one, two, three. I think it's number three on, I don't even know. But it's a dogleg left, hard dogleg left. It's got a bowl on the bottom oh, yes. left. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see the pin down there. How yep. much fun would that be to yes. have balls funneling in, possibly going in? Your amateurs kind of all, but it's always up on that little top part up there, and it's little. Yeah, you know, and it's like every year it's on that thing, and it's like I would love to see that baby down in the bowl. Exactly. Let's see if somebody makes it too. Mm-hmm. You know? I, no, I agree. Uh, it's um, that's yeah, just th- one example. I think that's the Tim Johnson request, and and he was very critical of the pins at Perham, and then at Craigans that same year we had the exact, exact same, same pin rotation. I know, <laughs> like we just took it off of last year's yeah, list, so yeah. we crushed him for that. Yeah. All right, we got an easy start here. I mean, it, it, it literally can't be an easier start, and that's assistant event number one. Now it's scheduled for April twenty seventh. We're not going to talk like these things aren't going to happen. Yeah. I'm tired of that. Yeah. By the way, we're going to look at it positively and hope for the best. If we could, thank you for coming with me on that because I have been I've been all over the high school league of do not cancel spring sports until you have to. I've I've seen you on Twitter. I listen. I can see I'm, your anger on Twitter or I'm frustration. Very out front about this. That you want to start talking about the British Open, I'm going to lose my mind. Okay, because again, we don't need to go there yet. Now I get the planning and all that stuff is hard, but people are going to want something of normalcy if we can get back. So don't cancel stuff unless you have to. Just so you know, they announced at 9.17 a.m. this morning that the Open Championship is canceled. Okay, so again, like I said, please don't bring that up. Yes. All right, because again... It's canceled, they said, right? Canceled. Not postponed, not possibly moved to November, canceled. And you know why, which I think we should hit on, both them and Wimbledon, they have insurance policies for global pandemics. Oh. Can you believe the that, that there is an insurance policy, one, for global pandemics, and two, that both of the, the ones that are in the U.K., have this policy. And it was probably like a 90-day deal? More or less, yes. And that's once we hit it, we're canceling, baby. Yeah, yeah. Because so <sighs> them and the Wimbledon, I mean, I'd be interested to see what that policy is. I mean, they're still going to take a hit because there's no way that policy is for, you know, wh- however much Wimbledon makes. It's Wimbledon's over two and a half weeks. We don't know that, yeah, Scott. Yeah, we don't. Maybe it is. I mean, yeah. there's times where I've damaged a car and I got more money than what yes, the car was that's worth. that's true. So, but how many times is that insurance policy over right. the years paid But off? now it's hit them. Yes. So yes. they were getting paid on that, yes. but now their premiums better jump. Yeah. So, and now they'll probably be out. They'll be like, well, we'll never have a pandemic again. So clearly... Which that, we will, but... That okay, is why the Open Championship in Wimbledon did it, because Interesting. of these policies. And now it sounds like in this article just from Bob Herrig on ESPN that uh, events... Uh, hopefully later today there's going to be an announcement of how the schedule sets up on tour. Yeah, and I'm not a, I'm not on board with that. You don't you're not on board with what? Them with them setting a schedule that again we're not sure is going to happen. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand why we would do that schedule based on this could go who knows how long. No one really knows. And each state might have different rules. So what happens if you have a golf course? I digress. Yeah. I can't go there. Can let's, we go back to the let's schedule? Let's talk to assistance event number assistance one. Assistance event number one, Summerbee. I'll start because I want you to really dive in deep here. Yes. Okay, it's your home golf course yes. now. Um, so I always love playing in this event for the number one reason of it was our first event. And it started when I was an assistant, it started at Rochester uh, Country Club. And I love that. That was my first event ever. Um, I shouldn't say that. The fall, the earlier fall, I played in the Preserve 
uh, assistance event. That was my first professional event. And then this was my second one at Rochester. So I kind of fell in love with the early assistant event. But Summerbee, uh, my favorite golf hole is probably number, it's the Island Green. 14. 14, thank you. signature hole. Although I love 15. So the stretch of 14, 15 is probably one of my favorite stretches of golf, uh, sandwiched by two holes that I absolutely hate, 13 and 17. Uh, I don't play either of them particularly well, but 14 and 15, uh, not that I play them well, but they're two of my favorite holes at Summerbee. Do you have a favorite hole there, Scotty? So it's funny that you asked this because my membership director, who I dropped off at the airport, asked me this question Friday. We, we were, we're trying to do some social media engaging with our members and things, just trying to keep connected. And he asked me, he goes, what's your favorite hole at Summerbee? And I said, 14. Okay. And I just I just love the hole because you have to think about your tee shot. Yep. You can't just bang driver. And you have to think about your second shot because the green's surrounded by water. So I just love thinking holes that make you think, that force you to think. And there's two shots that you have to think. And then he asked the question, if you could play with one club, what would it be? And I, I it kind of caught me off guard, and I just said, pitching wedge i don't know hit three pitching wedges down there and because try to put it in with your pitching wedge. yeah yeah because it's an island green you can't pick anything lofted because you're not going to hold that green so it's it's um you could probably maybe it's because it's about a 410 420 yep. yard hole so i mean but you, all the clubs are in play off the tee the three iron five wood three wood and driver are all in play for sure because again if you can rip a driver and do well with it which uh, second day of the cpc i just ripped driver i like I just got to do it and I hit it over the first or second bunker on the left and had a sand wedge in because it was like oh I needed to pull that shot off because I don't want a six iron in so if you hit three iron and don't catch it all or flail it a little right which I've been known to do mm-hmm. as you know Scott yeah all of a sudden you're trying to rip a six iron or a seven iron or eight iron sometimes to a blind shot if you push it too far right it's blind shot yes so 14 is fun but 15 I love all the options yeah that's what's most fun about that hole is you can hit driver out of bounds. You can hit driver on the green. You can chunk a little bit of the driver in the water. You can lay up with a four iron. You can hit a three wood down to the neck. All the options are out there. So those are two of my favorite golf holes uh, on that course, but <laughs> maybe even in the state. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a great stretch. And then, you know, 16's a, a really good par four, usually back into the wind. And then 17's a little par three that can just really, it's it's a super narrow green, so you got to have your distance dialed in. And then 18's just give it all you got. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty wide open, so just rip driver and rip get it down there as far as you can and and literally hit anything for your second shot. There's just miss those cross bunkers. But uh I always love this event too because it was this unofficial official start. Yeah. I mean, we both played in this event where it was very dicey, like mm-hmm. maybe snow the day before, or very rarely was there a winning score that wasn't over par because it was the nobody's sharp and the weather is it's usually cold and windy and 75 yeah. might win it yeah yeah can't can't agree with you anymore on that so all right assistant season long match play again this is a culmination it's a may 3rd through september 2nd but they have their final four i think at hazeltine yep do you have a favorite hole hazeltine i do uh, favorite hole and, at and don't say sixteen. That's I mean again. Yeah, I guess you can, but is it that obvious for no, you? No, I really like um, number eight's just a great par three. Oh, I was close to me. Seven is my favorite hole. Okay, the yeah. par five. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Eight's just eight's I think good. one of the best par threes in the state. It's just it's just you got that water all along the right so you can't that club face can't be open at all and everybody pulls it left and there's the bunker over there left and it's just (laughs) which is also deadville yes yeah because then you got a bunker (laughs) shot heading right at that pond so um no that's probably my favorite hole at hazel all right luther pro series one uh this is scheduled for may 4th i think there's an education that morning that we had planned or are going to be planning on and then olympic hills the new redesign i've only played it once what do you think? 
Well, when I played it, gap wedges were bouncing 25 feet, you know, because it, so it was right just, after it. Yeah, it was right after. But easily my favorite hole. I pretty much no questions asked. Uh, I don't know the number because I've only played it. It's a straight downhill par three. Oh, you yeah. can see everything. Water in front. It's about a seven iron. Yep. It's yep. probably like 175 because of the down, you know, um, what is that number? Is that number 12? It's. Uh... Or is it number three? Because there was a shotgun start for me, too, so I'm not even exactly sure. Are you going there? I think it's 12. Okay. So do you have a favorite hole out there, Scotty? You played it like three times probably, huh? Yeah, I've I've played it three times since the redesign. I think it's one of the best in the state now. I agree. I think as it softened up, it's going to get really good. It's uh, The greens are very complex. That would be the only thing. It's, it's just it's not an easy green complexes for the average golfer right because there's so many tiers and if you're on the wrong tier you're going to have a lot of three wax yep. so uh it's but, not olivia you're saying no it's not <laughs> it's not the push-up greens of, of of olivia or the front nine or the f- original nine at minnewaska but i would say that um we uh I, I love that event just because it's one of our best attended events. I love that event because it's a it's a team event and it's early. Uh, I played last year with Benoit, one of my good buddies, high school friend, and um, and then we played with Roland and Snyder, and we were walking up the, one of our last holes, and all of us said, you know, this might if if I could be a member any place in the cities, this might be yeah. it. It's that good, and the practice facility and everything, uh, they've done a really good job there. Yeah, I can't even really grumble about any bad holes. No. You know, which we, we have, so we could probably go through that, too, some places where we say, that's a bad golf hole. But I don't have too many out there, to be honest. And let's let's be completely honest with this. Greg and I love all these events. Oh, and doesn't matter are, if there's a bad hole or not. Exactly, and and there's um there's plenty of places that there's a bad hole, but we still love the event. Right. So, um, where are we at next? Okay, got- so the four ball is going to be announced later. That's probably it had been at Hazeltine uh, for the final last year. We started at uh, Chaska, but that got moved. So, anyways, let's move down to the MPGA match play. Oh, I'm sorry. The four ball is different. Uh, season long. Let's yep. go to the season long match play. TPC Twin Cities Blaine. Of course, one of my favorite golf courses because I have a... Uh, it's one of your victories. It's one of my few victories, yep, in my life. Um, but out there was. So I do have uh, probably a few favorite holes. But uh, what would be your favorite hole out there, Scott? Or, uh, well, first... Or don't you have one? I, first, I want to, uh, you know, who I replaced that summer. Yes! Adam Chandler is now at the TPC. Right. So hats off to him. And you took and, his house. And, and yep, we're going to move into Adam's house. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to talk to Adam now that he's got... He's at the TPC about putting up a plaque in honor of one of your victories. If you could do that, the five iron I hit on my favorite hole. We, should we get a plaque in the ground? Sure. Why not? Because I don't think that spot exists anymore. Okay, so it would be off the beaten path. It might be in somebody's backyard no, or no. what? No, remember how they cut that? Uh, they cut the uh, water back and they trunk in the fairway. Oh, there on now. 18. Yeah. So 18 is my favorite hole. No, obviously. It was a time because you could hit driver anywhere. Yes. Back when we had the uh, head pro championship there. And then I had a five iron in and I hit it to eight feet and made the eagle, which in that event was worth eagles 10 are points. T- no, four points. Okay. Okay. Because pars were worth one, birdies oh, yeah. two, eagles were the double. So really the big difference was between eagle and birdie, which again, uh, I'm going to talk to uh, uh, Polito about. Um, changing that point system for the head pro championship. Actually, I'm talking to Jack and some of those about we want to get it to where I've always wanted it, where it's two four eight or something like that, yep. so that birdies are double what a par is. Mm-hmm. Make people be more aggressive, not just one point more. Yeah, you know. So and also bogey's worth one. Yeah. So that it isn't a hey, I hit it in the water, I'm done. Yeah. You yep. know, which we had one time. I was with Barrett Bro, uh, Barrett Bow at Hazeltine the first time it happened. Hits it in the water, right? He goes to re tee, and it's like why. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's really no point. Yeah, the you best you're gonna do is bogey. Yeah, 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 the best you're gonna do is bogey. So it's like uh, as he's thinking too. He's like, why would I do that? So, anyways, I say all that to say that uh, 18 is my favorite hole, and I haven't played it since the redesign. Uh, I have not played it since the redesign. I think 18 would probably be my uh, favorite hole. Just like when I we did the podcast after the 3M last year and seeing the finish on 18, it's an unbelievable amphitheater for uh, tournament golf. So it was, it, I mean, that's for sure. Just the drama of having kind of a risk reward par five like that is, it's really cool. 
So, all right, let's move down to assistant event number two, May 12th. Uh, they're fortunate enough to be at Edina Country Club, and I say that because uh, Edina CC, the new redesign is, uh, again, they don't have the length that Olympic Hills has, but it's under the same same things. Once those greens kind of matured and softened up after the Tom Lehman redesign, I think it's become an even better golf course, and uh, they have a favorite hole of mine out there. Now, you just played in that recently without yep. your own clubs. Yes, yeah, don't um, remind me. Yeah, we, we had a funny story for that. So if anybody wants to listen back to Season 2, Episode probably 8, yeah. uh, Scotty uh, had to use some rentals. So did you were you able to gather in all that and find a favorite hole, or were you just reeling from the fact that you're an idiot? No, thank you for that. <laughs> I, I just love that golf course. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a fun layout. It's, it's, it's got good variety. It's got good movement. I think, um, nine is just a great hole. I love drivable par fours. Did I steal your you favorite? Took my hole. Yeah. It's it. Well, I will say, uh, what's the, uh, par three on the front six, that downhill one with the water. Six is good. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yep. a, you know you got to cover water and you're hitting a longer iron into it. Uh, I, I really like that hole too. Uh, but nine's just like you can rip driver, yeah. and then that green is so crazy that if mm-hmm. you get on the wrong side of it, you could be 20 yards off the green and and possibly walk away with bogey. Well, that's the best part about that. I do believe it's driver every time, almost no matter what. There's some strategically placed bunkers out there, yep. but you can hit those bunkers if you hit four iron. Yeah. So it's almost like you might as well go for the reward. And then if you blast it to the right, you're still okay. If you pull it left, you're in the, the pickleball courts. Yes. So that's a problem. But also, if it's downwind and you go long, good luck making four. Not talking three. No. Good luck making four. If I went over that long green. in the golf champions and made bogey. It's just like, there you go because there's that. It's like a reverse. It's a back front. It's not a false front. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a false back. But if you're over the green, you're going straight uphill and then it goes straight away from you. Yeah. So it is it is a double edged ski slope. Yes. You know, and so you're either trying to chip it into the bank and then stop it. Mm-hmm. I use flat stick back there, even if I'm in, barely in the rough. Yeah. But then if you're like, you don't get it up there, so usually you smack it and it goes off the front of the green. Yeah. You know, because you die in a country club. But I just, I think that's a great hole, and it can also be a round changer. Yes. You know, birdies and bogeys mm-hmm. uh, abound in both ways. And that's, I just like holes like that. Kind of like why I love 15 at your place at Summerby. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's birdie if you're playing well, and it can be double if you yeah. get underneath one and slap it right or snap one into the drink. Yeah. So Yep. all those options but that's what i love about edina country club i think it's great minnesota valley on may 20th valley days invite now uh i think it's been nine years since i've played in this it always lands on the first day of sections oh, for my yeah. golf yep. team yep so i will not be playing in the valley days it's always on that wednesday um uh, i don't i don't see myself playing in that again uh, unless something changes one way or the other but uh, Minnesota Valley was a course that I, I really enjoy. Uh, I'm not throwing it in the love category, but I do enjoy it. So do you have a favorite hole, Scotty, out there? It's been a while for me, so I'm going to have to think about this one a little bit. I, I think Minnesota Valley is one of the most underrated private clubs in, in the Twin Cities. I don't know sure. how you say that. They're jammed with membership. Well, it's jammed. It, it gets overlooked when people are saying, oh, the best designs. It's a, it's a Rainer design, and they've done a lot of work uh, on get restoring it back to the original Rainer design. Um, my favorite hole out there for sure, and it might be my favorite par five in the state, is 18 because it's a true oh. par five. Yeah. You can't. From that back tee, it's like 600 yards. You're hitting it into the hill, and then you've got to rip three wood, and you'll be lucky to get it inside 100. To get over that next hill. Yeah. Where you can't see the green. Yes. So it's just a great, true par five. And then the green, you're hitting a wedge shot, and if you get above the hole, it's super slippery. So it's every single shot you have to think, and you've got the driving range out of bounds all down the right where the hole slopes to the right. So I think uh, I love Minnesota Valley. Well, I like, uh, I guess I would remember, the most memorable to me is probably number nine, just because that green is so difficult. Yep, yep. Um, And it's just so, you're you're playing defense Mm -hmm. all the time out there. And so I don't mind, I like courses where you play defense, you know, because my putting stroke matches up to that. Yep. As you You guys know. You like to feather it in. Well, I'm a feather, I'm not a jammer. And so again, jammers, you're going to have three and four putts. Feathers, we 
we can die the putt. We know how to use the toe of our putter. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and, and can, right? And yes. we can kind of feather one up there and maybe be okay, put a little side spin on it and hope uh-huh. that it grabs the right amount of turf. But if you're above that hole, I mean, you get told because you're playing with members there. Yeah. You know, and they tell you, even if you've played it 10 times, don't be above this one. Don't Every hole, they're like, don't be above this one. Except for that 240-yard par 3, number 11. Yeah. That one, they, that one's very flat, so that, they don't ever say that on so that So that green now, they've extended that green. The green from front to back now is almost 60 yards. It's like number two at Lazure. So it's literally, yes, it's very similar, and they've got the giant dip oh. in there, and we can call up Ryan Hanford because Midland Hills is a Seth Rayner design. I forget what it, uh, it's like a Baritz, I think is what it's called. That's a name? Yeah. Part of a design feature where they've got the big hole in the middle. Okay, all so right. I'm probably going to get roasted because I said it wrong. Baritz. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but that's why we have apologies. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to say at these points. All right, PGA MGA Cup matches. Now, we're going to have Edinburgh twice on here. Um, again, this is something that you're part of that task force, Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So, uh, Edinburgh twice, your favorite golf hole. Don't copy me on this, all right? Or I'll start because yeah, you, you come you up start, with a different yes. one. Okay, number nine, not even close for me. I oh. just love the huge green. I love the fact that you can make eagle. Uh, I love how tight the driving range is. I like how you look at that bunker on the left and say, I can hit it over that, and you never can. Yes, yeah. Um, and you could hit it way right into number one fairway if you wanted to, but um, you know, typically we think, I can rip it over that bunker. But if you hit a good tee shot, it's a short club in, can be a four iron, five iron, uh, can be a five wood, but it doesn't matter. The green is huge. Huge, yeah. because you have 18 green kind of combined with it. So they have so many pin options and things that you can do with that hole. But nine is my favorite hole, and uh, my least favorite hole is three. I just I stand on that tee box and I my hands <laughs> shake and I, I not an I, easy I, tee. No, box. and I smother it every time. Yeah, you know. And so now I got 217 into this green that doesn't hold 217. Yeah, you need to have nine iron in. Yeah, and so I, I don't even know. I just got to start playing it like a par five. But three is by far my least favorite hole, and number nine is by far my favorite. You want to hear a funny story about? I would love nine, to. that green on nine and eighteen. So Benoit one year he's like four under and bare. Don's Pro-Am, which is a big purse. Yes. It, it, big it was check. our biggest. So it's the first time because Don, it was it, pretty much you got to be a Class A to play in it. So Luke had become a Class A and playing well. 18's his last hole. And he gets up and lasers the pin and he hits it to like three feet. Well, he hit it to the pin on number nine. Wait a minute. Because so he was green, on 18. Yes, but he hit it to the pin oh, on number no. nine. So when did he realize? He got up there and he's like, oh my gosh, this is where I've, I've played to this hole already. So now he's got like, it's like a... 80 footer? Th- no, it's or like more. a 200 foot putt. And it's up that and he three jacks and I think he loses by one. Oh no. Yeah. So and Because he was dialed in to yeah. the point where oh, yeah. he was hitting good shots. Yes, yeah. Oh. So he, he knocks it stone dead on the last hole, and he's got 200-plus feet. So um, my favorite hole, I really like uh, 12, that par 5 with the water all sure. along the right. Yep. Uh, you always It's another one of those that you're like, God, it doesn't look like it's that far to kind of cut a little off. Take a little water and off, And yep. then... You, you're like posing and you see it splash, you're like... And everything uh, kicks to the water there. Yes. So now I'm like aiming at the houses on the left because you can't hit it too far left. It's almost so... It's hard to go be. Yeah. yeah. But if you get aggressive and hit a good drive, it's it's one of those that you can get three wood chase it up there. Yeah. Um, I think Edinburgh's a really... You have to think. And I think... All these years that Don's been there, it's really helped him because if he plays Edinburgh, you you can't. It's not just a pound it. You have to hit shots out yeah. there and look at the strengths of his game. It's all just shot making. Right, and neither of us said seventeen. No, um, yeah, seventeen is it's. I've birdied seventeen, but I've also made six on seventeen. Yeah, it's all to me. It's all the tee shot there. If you can just get it into the the green, is not that hard to hit in my mind. No. But all you got to do, you got to get something on on dry land. Yes, you know, to, to shoot a score there. All right, we got to keep moving. We maybe have to cut this in half. Yeah, you know, and that's okay. We're, we're probably going to have time. All right, let's move on to the Minnesota Senior Open. Keller. I've only played it once. Easy favorite hole for me. Uh, I was in. I played it with 
my brother Mike. Uh, it was one of the early four ball mm-hmm. deals. Um, did you play in that pro- one? Yeah, it was right after they had done the redesign, right? Yeah, like eight yep. years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, but I didn't feel like the greens were like hard. No, like a no. new redesign typically is. So number ten is my favorite hole. Big wide landing area down to a pinch to green par five. Yep, uh, easy hitting to you know or shot into. We, me and Mike stood up there and kind of went with the, well, should one of us lay up? Should one of us go for it? And I'm like, no, we're going to both go for it. Let's, yep. let's just hit one down there. And if the first guy hits it in the water, we take one less club. Because you can back off that and not hit it in the water on the left. Yes. You know, yep. and, and do something. So anyways, we made it. We Mike, I think, ended up making a birdie there. But I just love that second shot because um, you can bail out a little bit right or you can try to make eagle and go after it. Mm-hmm. Pretty To me, it was a, one of my... Favorite holes and most memorable for me on that on that course. So it's been since that event, yeah. since I a lot of golf since then. I remember a lot of the holes. Um, I, I the par three with the tree in it that is yeah. kind of their uh, iconic holes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I like. I think it's the par five before that. That it's pretty like straight away. Three. Yeah. Yep. Is it three? Yep. Um, I kind of I, for some reason I remember that hole and so that would be I like the layout I liked what they did to mm-hmm. it I didn't play it before yep but again I love that it's the it's the same feel as Edina yes and uh, uh, uh Olympic Hills yes. same feel to me and I it just again it was really good uh, okay let's move on oh assistance event number three Burl Oaks Golf Club now I said ninety two so as you can imagine there's not a lot that's gonna stand out to me but this the one you played Derek with Stendhal. George Smith no with Derek Stendhal okay. Yeah, and I think he shot, or maybe it was 91 I shot, and he shot 71. In our group, we shot the same number in three different digits. So I think it was 71, 81, 91. Or it was 72, 82, 92. And I don't remember who the other guy was that we played with, but I know Stendhal played great, and I had nothing going that day. I mean, brutality. Yeah. So uh, go ahead if you got a favorite hole out there, because I'm going to have a hard time finding one. It's It's been a while since I've played there, but what is, um, I think is it like eight and nine that go through the woods. It's got and, a little dog leg left, and you're not sure if you can get a driver or three wood. Yeah, yeah. I yep. just I, I I like that stretch because it's kind of like cut out of the woods. Yep. It gives you a little up north feel. Um, I don't. They're both par fours, aren't they? Correct. Yeah. Yep. So I like that stretch. The is it number two, the par five that kind of bends Hard around left. Yeah, I like that. I like holes where you got to hit like either a slinger or just. Uh, hit it up the left-hand side and kind of hug that corner. So um, so I, I like those, that hole. Two's a good hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I should have birdied that after coming off a double on the first. So I doubled number one, and then I, I end up parring, but I had a there's no reason why I shouldn't have made birdie on two. But anyways, uh, I guess my favorite hole out there would probably be it's one of the easier holes. It's got to be like number five or six. It's a par five. I had a bomba drive and I had like seven iron in and um, had 20 feet for eagle. So again, that's the only thing that stands out. Did you make a birdie? No, I did. Lagged it up there. As you know, didn't give it a chance to go in. Oh, sure. Sure. I had, I think I had all the numbers up to nine. Really? Three through three through nine I had covered. I didn't make a two. Imagine that, huh? Uh, the tape mark at Southview. Scotty. Yes. A lot of options f- probably for a favorite hole out one there. One of my favorite events of the year. I just love Pro-Ams, and I love that it's a major, and it's just a, it's it's always – it was a really cool – the first time I knew about the tape mark growing up and then playing in it for the first time, I'll never forget it. It's, it's just a, a fun event. So my favorite hole – um, my favorite, least favorite hole is definitely 16, where you're the, the long par 16. four. Okay, yeah. The long par right. four where you're, you're always like, oh, just hit three wood out there. But every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, it's into the wind. Why don't I hit driver? And then you hit it in the trees and it's, um, but 16, uh, I, I, I mean, all those, the par fives, 18, just a great. Uh, finishing hole with the out of bounds left trees right okay. you just thread the needle and you have a good chance at making birdie or possibly eagle um yeah it's uh 
th- those I don't I didn't really pick a favorite, but I've said some of the holes that I like. Yeah, I, I don't think I have a favorite on that course because I find for how short of a golf course it is, I find it crazy challenging. Uh, meaning that eight, I have no good feeling on that tee. What do you hit on nine? Nine, I have zero good feeling. I mean, the cars are whipping on you. And it's like, I do not want to hit a car here. Oh, it's so, so close. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know me, Scotty, I can get under one. Yeah. I know how to get one going right. Yeah. So Home Depot is in play over there. So I get a little worried about nine. Uh, Ten, I play terribly. I, there's a reason I don't ever play in the tape market. <laughs> and it's not only that it's not only that it's three days. It's also the fact that there's just not really many comfortable holes out there yeah. for me. So I like number one. I like the look. Uh, I like the open feel of being able to just hit whatever you want down there. Uh, the green isn't super fun, but yeah. again, I, I just like the look of it. Uh, you're hitting over the water that isn't in play. Yep. You know all that stuff, but it just it, that's cool to me. So yeah, the, that golf course for whatever reason, what, and I know it's even shorter for the tape mark, right? Yeah. Yep. Again. I, I don't think they need to lengthen it. No. It's just one of those deals. Like, even seven just doesn't feel comfortable to yeah. me. And it should be a nice little cut. Yeah. Right? I just don't ever feel comfortable up there. Eight, or I mean six, the par five before, zero. I feel zero comfortability on that tee box. It's it's a lot of, uh, you know, the angles and 11's a lot like that, too. The par downhill par four where it's tough to pick a line because... You have to hit it over trees yep. or hug a certain side because the fairway slopes another way. So it's it's crazy how a six thousand yard golf course for the tape mark can can hold up. Yeah, and and it just does. Yeah, it does because but good of, players can eat it up. Yes, if you've got good wedges and you keep it in the fairway, yep. you can you can get it going low. Um, I've got my first suggestion. Yeah, what do you got? Tape mark. And, You're and, part and, of that committee, aren't you? Well, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's go. My one suggestion is, and it's the same Just suggestion that's been going on forever. We got to find a way to make it faster. Somehow make that event fast, faster. So maybe it's instituting a max hole or a max score. Oh. Maxwell House. We institute a Maxwell House, and if you reach it, pick up. I have let's no go. problem with that. Zero. Matter of fact, in a lot of games that, especially if we're walking, yep. Like we're walking right now when we play, we're putting in like you can only take this because we're not going back on an out of bounds or a lost ball. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Yep. So we just Maxwell house it. Mm-hmm. And then again, I don't feel like it taints your number that badly. No. And I also think that why should any one person be just decimated to that? I just and you're saying for the AMS only. Yes, right? for sure. And, and I don't have a problem with that. But I also like the fact, like in the Head Pro Championship, we cruise. Yeah. Because there is a max. Yeah. This yeah. is only as bad as you can. That's uh, so why I love tournaments that have Stableford. Yeah. Because, again, nobody feels guilty about, oh, I just hit one out of bounds. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, you don't feel guilty because you're like, that's the game today. Yeah. So I just think that those events, we, we need more of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that we, there needs to be a Maxwell House. And I hope you can put that in this year. I'll talk, I'll talk to the powers. I don't be. know why that would hurt the event no no so that's the thing that you talk about when you're when you make decisions to not do those things you're thinking how could it hurt the event all right enough uh let's see we only got a few more minutes so let's do do two more is that okay or do we pause at tape mark and talk about the new tour schedule that is finalized you you can talk about it because i'm not going to (laughs) Because well, again, it's not it's not finalized. Here here is my one thing is that I want to. All throw right, you. you drug me in. Okay. I'll talk about it. So the PGA I don't Championship. Talk about it. Here's 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 a big thing because we've got myself included that have qualified for the National Club Pro. The PGA Championship is now set for August sixth through ninth, the ninth. Do you think that the National Club Pro will happen prior to yes. the PGA Championship? Yes. In Austin, Texas. I don't know where. Yeah. It's going to be awful hot in Austin in June or July. Who cares? <laughs> well, have you never played in the heat before? <laughs> I went, remember, I, va- I vacationed in Vegas in August with my wife. 104 almost every day is awesome. You don't worry about that no. stuff. So you think that it's going to happen? Well, I, I, I do. Okay. I do. I, I think that over the next month, we're going to. 
I gotta be so careful here because my personal opinions are not popular. But I just you I just don't want to have a Brandle moment. Well. <laughs> I don't mind having a Brandle moment, but then people label me as insensitive and you don't care about people dying. Again, it's the farthest thing from the truth, mm-hmm. but I'm also a guy that I would rather live and, and then die of something than not live. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that sum me up pretty well? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not popular, by the way. No, because it's viewed that you don't care about others. Because, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. they're thinking, well, that's fine for you, G, but you're you're possibly infecting others or doing. See, we're getting too far into this, and I knew you'd pull me in. You just <laughs> you suck me right in to saying things that I shouldn't be saying. No, you haven't said anything. You. It's not like if you got the coronavirus and someone got sick because of you it's not like you'd be like well that's on you you'd feel bad about it it, correct and again i i would but it's also it's not like aids yeah you know this is different yeah you know and again somebody we give people the cold all the time yes you know again do we feel bad about it no no because we don't hear about those deaths yes you know but that it could lead to that as Mm -hmm. well so i can go on any tangent on this i'm not ready to argue anybody about this i don't want to argue anybody i do believe there should be some individualism here if you don't want to do x meaning if you don't want to go play golf with us that's okay yeah you i am fine with that don't go play golf yep stay in your house don't go out. But again, also don't chastise those of us who are, because at the end of the day, if you do what you need to do to stay protected, you should be fine. Mm-hmm. So uh, there it is. There. So all that being said is I think that this tournament schedule is set up for basically the start of May. I can't understand why it wouldn't happen. Yeah. What? Um, so do we want to get uh, tickets today for the uh, Masters, November 12th through the 15th. There's a chance I'm going. Uh, I think that there's... It's after volleyball. Yeah. The NCO is going to happen the week before that. Okay. Um, I haven't gotten that invite yet. You're not going to get it. Oh, okay. Because the committee hasn't spoken. (laughs) And eventually I'm going to unilateral the committee because, again, I guess email doesn't work in (laughs) COVID-19. So I, I, I just don't understand. So anyways, the NCO, then we're going to the Masters. Okay. Because I'm going to visit my buddies in Georgia. Okay. I've already committed that they're, you know, this, the one thing about all this is it's making us realize how important our relationships are. Yeah. And how I have some good friends that used to come up every year and Jack and I used to play with them. They'd come every year to Brainerd and they'd stay for a week. 36 holes, 54 holes a day sometimes because yeah. they would play uh, 36 before I was done working. And then we'd go eight, play 18 over with Jack uh, at night. And so we were talking about that a little bit, um, you know, via the text. And it's he goes, one of my buddies says, man, I would give almost anything for us to play golf again together once and it's like oh my goodness we all just died right it's like okay i'm doing it yeah i'm going next year i said i'm gonna come down because i've never been down since we moved out of macon i haven't been down there to play with them so we're gonna make all that happen do you understand yeah i guess you're going yeah right so how does Masters then fit into the U.S. Open? Because that's also been moved, right? U.S. Open is now the week before the Ryder Cup. So at this point, we have three majors yes. because none of them have insurance. Yeah, but probably. That's what we've come down to. So how does the wraparound schedule work, you think? Who uh, cares? I, so the PGA is filling in where the Olympics were where there was a gap already. Mm. U.S. Open, I think... Forgot about that. Was that two weeks? Um, yes. Yep. Yep. Ooh. So U.S. Open, I think, is probably doubling up on a week. I'm not positive. And the Masters is, you know, it's such a small field that that wraparound season, it's it's not going to affect a ton of those guys. Not a ton of the premier players are playing in November anyways. Right. If anything, it might give more guys an opportunity to it because the premier players aren't playing they're in at augusta they'll have a full field of will, maybe will the uh, sanderson farms event still you know that like that event still happen just coincide with the u.s open it, it very well okay. could yeah that's what i would think like you could have another event on the same time as the masters why not because I, it gives corn fairy guys an oh, opportunity only and, 90 players in the masters yeah yeah i mean it does keep going sorry so no so that is the um that's that's the majors now. So um, through all of this, the PGA Championship is still the first major of the year. 
It's just in US, August. U.S. Open is the second. U.S. Open is the second. We don't have uh, the Open um, because of their global pandemic insurance. Which are you getting global pandemic insurance? Well, I don't want to talk about that. I, <laughs> we're applying for stuff, as everybody yeah. should be, right? We have our own insurance. <laughs> what? Uh, anything else you got? I mean, will hey? Let's, that's it for the schedule. Let's. That's that's the changes in the schedule with the majors. What I oh. think, maybe, and then they're just canceling events as we go now. Yeah, I can get more on board with that. Okay. Okay. So like Harbor Town isn't going to move. You know, to November. So yeah. okay, I'm I'm great with that. That's that's better. So uh, right now, as it sits, I'm pretty sure that with where the PGA is going in the schedule, if nothing changes, that the uh, 3M Open would be the week prior to the PGA Championship. The the 3M Open has already moved. No, the 3M Open is already oh, that's late already, July. It's later. That's right. It isn't early this year. So Because last year was over the 4th of July. Yes. But we got a nice later date. Yeah. On the schedule right now as it sits, it would be the, the, the event before. And do you know how far we're canceled to this point? Uh, right now, I'm looking uh, up to the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial May 21st. Everything's canceled. Canceled through May. So everything in June is intact at this point. Yes, other than the U.S. Open. Right, because that's been moved. Yes. So that would be an open date. And, okay. and the thing that people don't get with like the U.S. Open and the Open Championship as well is that there's qualifiers. You know, there's local qualifiers, there's regional qualifiers, and those have to happen a month to six weeks yeah, out. that's a good point. Because it's an open. So... The, the U.S. This, Open... But you nailed some with the PGA Championship as well. That's why the Masters is probably easier. The yeah. field's set. Yes, yes. There's no qualifiers for that. You right. win to get in. But that being said, the amount of exemptions for the Masters, it's going to be a very small field this year because, remember, if you win on tour, you get into the Masters. So they're not going to be as many winners. Um, the top 50, right. that won't be affected. But have, have they announced if the ladies Amateur event is going to happen as well? I have not seen that Because I actually watched that the other yes. day it was pretty fun to watch yeah, from no, the that, different tees that was great golf yeah, it was kind of cool so uh anyways all right scott we got to wrap up here it's good to see you buddy yeah you too um i i wish you would get out of your shell and come play golf with me but i understand you you know you got work hey well and this move this craziness that i've got yeah you going can throw on. any excuse you want oh and it's up to you i you know what and they're they're fairly legit no i get it so it's fine yeah maybe once things calm down if we're still in the midst of covid19 you can you I'll, can find I'll a way try to play and get out with me. Yes. Because you have not hit a ball through the air yet. Your only simulator, right? Is that correct? Yes. So I feel like maybe I could compete with you right now because I've got you about think you got a I chance. got about twenty five nine hole rounds in. Have you played more golf this spring than any other spring leading into a season? Probably, because we're ready to open. Yeah. I got asked this morning on my other podcast, uh uh, what day were you guys targeting? We were targeting March twenty third. You know, it was gonna be it was going to be a banner, and we've already missed uh, a really good Tuesday last week. Yes, and a crazy good Tuesday tomorrow. It's that going we to be are missing down in Iowa. Are you going? Mm, I am not. I, I still have commissioner meetings on Tuesdays. Okay, and I had hoped to be open, but um, there is a chance that we're going to be heading to Iowa this week. Okay, so I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to offend anybody. I don't yeah. want anybody to be mad. Yeah. Okay, about the fact that uh, yes, we're doing some things differently than other people. So, um, but I've been known to do that. Scotty, we got to sign off. Um, Thanks for meeting me at the Undisclosed location, and we uh, we appreciate uh, all the effort you put in. You were pushing me hard to get this done. You're like, we got to get some content. Well, out there. here's the thing. It, it, let's just say this to the members: this is a nice distraction. We hope that you we can listen so. to this yes. while you're but driving. But you drug me into some of the distraction. Well, yeah, but it's it's good. This is good to have something out there, and hopefully, you know, some positivity in a world that is full of negative. Activity right now right right well it just feels that way so anyways thanks to you thanks to maggie for getting this all set up thanks to denny uh green image uh, for helping us out as always and again if anybody has uh or looking for more information 
Uh, you can check out him on his we website. Just type in Green Image uh, Golfscapes. Is that right? Yes, I got the head nod. Uh, that, that is right. And uh, he can talk you through it. And also, if you need any information from the Minnesota PGA, please go to the website. Uh, you'll find a lot of useful stuff there, actually, about the uh, SBA loans, uh, anything that could help you out. Um, it's I don't know. Have you participated in any of the town halls, Scotty? I've been, I've been on all of them. Okay. Very good. It, it's great to see the member engagement, the amount of people. One of them had over 100, 100, 100 members views? on there. Is no. it views or just listens? People tuning in, Tune either in. Okay. listening or video. Okay. Yep. Well, I have yet to get onto one of those because I'm trying to just not be part of any of that stuff right now. I just want the world to be back to normal. Yeah. You know, and I don't even know what normal is anymore, but I just would like for it to be back to that. So anyways, all that being said, thank you to everybody, and thank you for listening. Hope this brightens your day a little bit. Uh, you know, we didn't have too many off-the-cuff stuff, but hopefully it uh, will brighten up. But for Scott McDonald uh, signing off here, Greg Snow, thank you, everybody. Have a great day.